So, out of all the athletic people uh, currently playing, currently not playing, everything like that, who would you say had the most influence on your personality and who you are a person, athlete, etc.? Um, so for me, I've always looked up to Nate Robinson. Um, I know he got knocked out by Jake Paul, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, being the shortest guy on the court most of the time, um, I had a struggle making my presence aware on the court. So always looking up to him for his aggressiveness, his vertical, and the way he separated himself from other players um, really drove me to try to be a better basketball player even with my height. So is it just that he was in a big man's league and he was the, sh the one short guy that was you know, showing everyone off in the dunks and, and everything like that that really inspired you? Or is there something else that you know, drove the passion? Yeah, I think he was a three-time NBA dunk champion at 5'8". And um, yeah, also just his presence in other sports too. Like he went to college to play basketball and football at a Division One. Love it. And it's just so many times I've been told, oh, you're too short to do this, or you're too short to do that. But watching him push through those barriers is just very inspirational to me. When, when was the first time you saw him play? Oh, man. Um, it was when I was pretty young. Yeah. So I think it was when he was on the Knicks. Okay. Um, and I saw him pump fake someone and go under their legs yeah. and that was probably I was like who is this guy <laughs> and ever since then every basketball game I'm trying to pump fake people yeah. and go under their legs yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. yeah it's interesting it's like yeah if someone just that one move can capture a kid's eye and then, and then the rest is just you know the rest is history really oh yeah it's uh yeah it's crazy I think uh yeah, I think that that has such a big role in athletes. You know, yes, they have to play the sport at such a high level. Yes, they have to do all these things. But, you know, I think part of the job is just inspiring the next generation to do all these things, like play sports, be active in the community, you know, do all these things. But I think that's one of the bigger jobs of an athlete is just the, the influential side of it. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, as we saw in the documentary about Michael Jordan, like, uh, athletes have the world watching them. Like, there's no time where the cameras aren't on them. Like, they have so much, such a bigger impact than just playing the sport. And I think more athletes nowadays are recognizing that and really carrying themselves in a way that they want their fans to appreciate. But even when MJ played in the 90s, there weren't cell phones, there weren't none of this. And he was still that much followed and that much under a microscope, like... It's nuts. Like, you can't even imagine now, like, even see, you know, one little thing comes out about LeBron, whether it's real or fake, and it's, like, the end of the world, right? It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it seems nuts to me that, like, yeah, they're under such a big microscope of everything. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. And MJ didn't even have that. Mm -hmm. And yet he had the, probably the most influential personality and character in sports history. Well, yeah, yeah, there was even a song made after him. Quite a few, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but, yeah, it's just, they have the whole world watching, and especially now with, like, the culture, if you say one bad thing, you're done, though. Yeah. And, yeah, I think 
they definitely have so much of a bigger role in society than most other famous people. Now, they're getting paid quite a bit from companies through endorsements to do this as well. So I think that they're very, fairly paid to the proportion of what their responsibility is. Mm-hmm. You know, like MJ in 95 was being paid $30 million um, for his career, right? That was his, his yearly salary, but he was also being paid another 30 million only by Nike. Mm-hmm. And then he had Gatorade, he had all these things. He had Wilson, Sports, he had all these things. So he's paying $30 million to represent Nike as an influence and influence people to buy Nike. Same thing with LeBron. LeBron's making 39.22 million a year and he's making 64 million a year on endorsements. You know, Patrick Mahomes, even different sports, you know, he's making 39 million a year in in uh, in a career, but he's getting paid another 7 million in, in his Oakley deal, right? Like Ronaldo too, huge European football player, you know, 70 million in the contract and then another 44 million in endorsements. Like these guys are getting paid yes. by endorsements to represent. Well, yeah, like companies are seeing the impact and seeing uh, how much athletes can just move a whole like community of people. Yeah. Like you can see with Serena Williams at like the forefront of the women's uh, uh, sports movement. Yeah. Off-White made a shoe for her, yeah. like, and they went crazy. They went ballistic, and it's just companies are seeing that and capitalizing it, capitalizing on it, and I'm 100% here for it. Yeah, do you think it's a good thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I see my favorite player rocking some shoes or rocking specific type of clothes or endorsing something like Gatorade, yeah. that's why I bought it so much when I was younger because my parents were like, oh, Michael Jordan drank it, you know? Well, yeah. And I think Michael Jordan changed that kind of perspective on how much endorsements have a power. You know, like at that time, Converse were the basketball shoe and Nike was kind of just starting up, but really just doing track shoes. And as soon as they signed that Nike deal with Michael Jordan, they sold like over $2 billion worth of shoes solely on MJ. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's not only basketball. It branches out to everything, like just street culture, streetwear, fashion. Like it is hitting every single part of society just from one athlete. McDonald's, Sprite, LeBron had that one Sprite or a few Sprite commercials. <laughs> like it, it's everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's such a big marketing tool is to have these huge people representing these companies. Because yeah, they're so respected in our society, and they're always just you see athletes and you're like whoa like this is a different breed of human so if they're doing something for a company you're like oh this company must be special so you're gonna want to spend your money on that spend your time on that do you think that they're fairly even or as you know hyped up as you know the traditional celebrity like the artist or the entertainer or do you think it's just a different different reason why and just a different level um for me i put athletes above them i don't really pay attention to like famous people and stuff like that but i think it's just a completely different realm 
if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Because, yeah. yeah, you look at, you know, every celebrity or the majority of celebrities go to sport games to watch these huge players and vice versa, the sport players go see movie events, the Emmys, the Grammys, all of this stuff, right? Like, it's a very trade back and forth, but, like, yeah, like, it, it just wonder if you put sent down for, say, you sent down LeBron James down Hollywood or the streets of L.A. or something like that, and then you sent Leo DiCaprio down the same street, what kind of difference attention you would you would get from that? Well, yeah, I think, um, like, for example, Kobe, that whole scenario left the world in, like, a state of being, like, in pause yeah. and just stopped everything. Like, and I honestly don't think a celebrity like Leo or anything like that, I don't think anyone could have an impact like that. So that's why I would put athletes above that. Um, and yeah, just seeing how much of an impact that had on literally everybody. It didn't matter if you watched basketball, if you were a fan of basketball, that story was yeah. insane. And everybody knows Kobe, throwing trash into the garbage. Yeah. Kobe. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure I said Kobe throwing, like you know, sheets of paper in the garbage can, and I didn't even know who Kobe was. It was just the same. Yeah, exactly. like, it's just, exactly. it's so big. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or OBJ with the one-handed yeah. catch. People who don't even play football, they're like, oh, I'm gonna Odell it or whatever. Like, yeah, I think they just have so much more of an impact. They may not be as popular in pop culture, but. I feel like they have so much more of an impact on society. And I think it just brings everyone together. You know, there's very few people in society who don't watch some type of sport, right? Like, I think it just also has that much more of an impact, whereas, you know, some people don't like movies or don't watch TV or, you know, don't like certain categories, whatever. But, like, everyone, or I feel like everyone has their sport that they watch and, you know, is super intense with it. Is consistently looking after it and you know doing all these things to you know promote it and keep up with it they're sacrificing like three hours out of their day to go watch a game and paying whatever 400 bucks to go watch the game yeah. right like that is a commitment well, just yeah, to do that like, alone i know my family we don't watch cable tv but we have cable just to watch sports yeah. sports and news sports and news <laughs> that yeah. is it yeah. that's it yeah. like I think, yeah, it's just, and especially what you were saying about bringing people together, like, you talk to fans that like the same team as you, and even, like, me and you talking about NBA late nights, like, you don't talk about other celebrities like that. You're not like, oh, this movie, oh, that. No, it's like, who's going to win finals? Even in Calgary, you know, like, Flames games, it's, it's, whether they're losing the season or winning or going for the cup or whatever, it's a big thing in Calgary, like, no matter what. It's, you know, oh, did you go to the Flames game last night? Yeah, I was there. I was in the Sea of Red, you know? Like, it just, it's an identity to the city that we have. You know, the Sea of Red, that, that's what it is. That's the Flames. And it's recognized, you know? You go, go anywhere else, they have their own thing. They have their mascot. They have, it's just, it's part of the identity of who you are and where you live as well. That's the other thing, too. Or you, where you've been or where you grew up as well. Right? Well, yeah, and like even look at the Raptors. Yeah. Like they have a whole country behind them. Yeah. Like the fan base that they have is insane. It was nuts. Like, when they, well, when they started winning, they started to get 
the following, but it's okay. It's sure, okay. Sure. It's okay. But they have like Drake yeah. on their team. Like they literally the whole country watches it. To have a guy like that back your team and be <laughs> one of the main donors and, and supporters, it's a big deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But also there is some negative aspects to um just um sports players being that high up in society like i know for me something that really made me mad was when kobe passed away and Gigi, um everyone just started to buy kobe stuff on nike and nike actually had to take his stuff off the website for like a few months because they would buy it and then resell it on StockX or eBay or Grail for like four times the price. So I think there's good ways of capitalizing on them, but that was just something that I hated to see, especially from like sneaker culture. No, there's always going to be those those people who just, you know, are, are not with the, the feelings and, and everything like that. And I'm sure there are a lot of people just actually trying to buy a Kobe jersey because, you know, after a while, I'm, I'm sure his jersey will be sold forever, but, you know, it's a very emotional moment and everyone wanted to have their jersey to remember it. But yeah, there are, it's, it's, it's very dis- disgraceful when people mm-hmm. are doing those types of things just to try to make money for sure. Yeah. yeah. The thing, yeah, like it's, it, they have so much power and influence. It's so, it's so great to see. And you know, like, when the Black Lives Matter movement was happening, you know, you saw all these athletes out here and they were, you know, giving out water, doing this, doing that, and they were driving quite a large, helping drive quite a peaceful movement, especially in the US, right? You know, even the Raptors being a Canadian team, right? On their buses when they drove down to Florida for the bubble last year, they had Black Lives Matter on their buses, right? Like it's such a, because everyone was watching, NBA, exactly. Right? Like everyone was watching the sports, and especially yeah, during COVID times, everyone had their eyes on them, and they refused to play unless there was some sort of like advocacy that they could do, and that's why they had it on the back of their jerseys where their last name should be. They had Black Lives Matter. Um, they also had some stuff about education as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was really moving for me because like, even when they first started in the bubble, they're like, we're not gonna play in these conditions that the world is in right now and i think a lot of people saw that and they're like this is real like this is actually happening there's yeah. actually something going on which is yeah just moving the whole world by doing that. i think there's also been a change in you know the last 20 years as well is where i think back in like the 90s type thing if something like this would have been happening they would have never canceled a game or, you know, I don't think they had the accessibility to do that or the power to do that either now, like they do now. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, back then they, they would never have canceled an athletic event other than for the athletic reason. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, you see sports teams not playing boycotting games and or, you know, taking these certain things for political reasons, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting to me as well. Yeah, like even... Um, just censorship of the athlete as well. Like Alan Iverson got so much heat for how he showed up pregame or whatever. And now you have Russell Westbrook showing up in literal construction attire. Yeah. And, and shorts and, and <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's just it's they're getting less and less censored 
and they're being able to like say what they want. Like LeBron James is so vocal, and like I respect him a lot for what he does for society as well, and like opening up a school for like the less pri- privileged kids back in his hometown. There, that's amazing, and just to see them get less and less censored by like the NBA or the NFL, NHL. It is, it's just opening so many more doors and yeah, it's, I'm really excited to see where it goes, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it's an important tool that we may see in the next couple of years here being used a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, like as kind of the news starts to become very, you know, one-sided, certain channels only explain certain, certain perspectives and this and that and that. I think sports is a very powerful way to express opinions because, you know, everyone's watching at least one of the sports in North America, right? Like, or, yeah, right? Like, either you're watching hockey, you're watching football, or you're watching NBA, really? right? Not many people are watching other things than that, but majority are watching the, the big three. And mm-hmm. I think that's a very powerful tool to send out very powerful messages. And yeah, I think also a very good impact it has is that the obesity, the childhood obesity rates in America are going insane. And I think as sports get more of a platform and they're being held higher, it's going to encourage kids to go into sports and be like, oh, I want to be like this athlete. And even having more sports broadcasted other than like football, basketball, soccer, like all that stuff, it's going to give kids more options and then they can be active for life as well. And I think... I think after the pandemic as well as like is over and they're moving on to thing, I think we'll see a kind of shift and a new wave of, of athletics boosting again. Because you know, during the pandemic we saw a lot of times when sports was away, everything kind of seemed downhill. Like there was missing that part of our usual life that we weren't able to watch or see or go to type thing. Whereas before that was just a regular thing, you know, every Second Thursday, we go to the, the, the Salad Dome and we watch hockey game. Or, you know, every Friday night, we watch the Raps play or whatever, right? Like, this is part of the routine. And, and a few times during COVID, we were not, we didn't have that routine. And so I think that after it'll be a very pushed movement is to, you know, keep broadcasting, keep these programs going and, and everything like that, for sure. Yeah.